This week on the Koshcast, Manchester City slaps Spurs to bits, Liverpool hit back at their critics, somewhere an old man probably criticises analytics, has Lukaku found his stride, Moyes has definitely hit his, and even old Roy is doing the business. In Italy, the Udinese has come out for Inter as they finally lose a game, AC Milan lose again and Napoli regain top spot before it's over to Spain. Atleti get another 1-0 win, Valencia do what one does to gin, bottle it, and Paulinho keeps Barcelona's wheels on the spin. All this and Moomoo of the Week in which Mr Griezmann helps with love. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Koshcast on underthekoshblog.com and at under underscore the Kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex, Mahanad is here. Hello. Directing traffic. Yes. Roche is here. I am here, being traffic. You are <laughs> and in buoyant mood. Buoyant, yes, in some ways, yes. Okay. In other ways, no? In other ways, I might be slightly less buoyant. In but, a sinking mood. But you know what? I'm quite buoyant. Yeah, that's good. All right. Yeah. All right. He, okay, he's averagely buoyant. Wow. Bernie, how are you? Good. I take public transit. <laughs> that's how he is. Well, welcome, man. Welcome. Uh, good, good to be here. Nice. Uh, um, Toronto FC, our local club. Yes. Are, are the champions of MLS. Yeah, champions of MLS. The okay. best team in the world. The treble. The treble. Should True. we all get like little, I don't know, would you get a star sewn into the kit, right, if you win? Yeah. Uh, Should we all get them sewn into our work shirts or anything? Absolutely or? not. Could no. also get a tattoo. Ah. Uh-huh. You could. I mean, no. Yeah, I mean, it's never going to happen again. Of, of the treble. Every single cup that they won, get, get a tattoo like Clattenburg. I would get a tattoo of Josie in the sunglasses being absolutely hammered delivering that speech. Because his face was he hammered or was he high? Away. Oh, I mean, multiple things. Probably. Now, yeah, now, now think, where would you get this tattoo? I, I literally have no. King idea. Street, Queen Street. No, as in where no. on your body? Oh, oh. <laughs> I always, I always like Cantona's um, chest tattoo. Mm. I think calf is nice because you can cover calf. it for work, but you can show it when you play football. Conquer calf. Hey. <laughs> I don't know, maybe just a big neck tattoo. Like, wow. Like wow. Edison. Edison. Stuff. Right, right. For the fellas. Maybe right. back, because you're wearing a shirt at work as well. Sure, but when are you showing it on your back? Like, only at the beach, maybe? When you score goals, you take off your shirt. You no one does card. that. Yeah, then you get a yellow card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then you get a second one for how bad the tattoo is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, if, if anyone actually thinks that any of us should get a tattoo, let us know. And, and we tell will us, do it. Tell us who and where, and uh, I'll be interested to see That could escalate that. really quickly. Hey, man, let it happen. What, you do we, what you can... What you do for the listens exactly uh, all, i'm down it's all about interactions that's mate. true um, anyway Toronto fc they won the they won everything and then promptly like the next day big downer raheem edwards got traded to montreal via la yeah our new favorite player on tfc alex and i shared this bond over the season where we talked about raheem edwards almost every week i think we hunted too yes yeah we all loved him and now he's gone Bernie, what were you doing <laughs> Bernie was not having any of it. Um, I didn't care. Bernie, <laughs> Bernie had no time to appreciate Ryan Edwards. I think I think it's just the fact that he was com- he was a young guy coming through, you know, Toronto native, etc., etc. And he looked really good. He did lose his, his his spot in the team towards the end of the season, which is okay because you know young players are supposed to be bled in slowly. And and he did really well. But unfortunately, when you can only secure eleven players, yeah, you pretty much go with your starting eleven and maybe one or two that aren't. But yeah. it. It's such a weird system in MLS when a new team, a new franchise comes in, they can just pick yeah. players off every other team. Well, it's not only that LAFC ended up picking Raheem Edwards, it's that LAFC then traded him to Montreal, so now he's our ri- direct rivals up the 401. Not only a direct rival, he now plays... Yes, I mean, people are arguing he'll get way more game time, and that is true. He'll mm-hmm. start in sure. Montreal. But the thing is, A, Montreal are a bad team, and B, the club treats their players like shit. 
which is demonstrated by this trade because Laurent Simon, Laurent Simon mm-hmm. lived in Montreal, wanted to stay in Montreal because he has an autistic son and needed the healthcare. Club yeah. didn't give a shit. Send him to LA where, you know, the opposite applies. I think the it's, fact that he's in Montreal makes it... I don't know if it's harder or easier, but I just feel like he's closer to Toronto and it, like that he could move back eventually if, if Toronto are really... Because I think they should be excited about him and they, will, they, they should want to have him back. But I also feel just geographically, I think he would be slightly relieved to not having to move, you know, he, across he the continent. Be, he would be. So yeah. at least he's still close to home. He could technically still kind of live in Toronto a little bit if he wants. Like, it's doable. I, 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 it's well, a big thing when, when I always think of... shows up, then yeah, he can live in Toronto. Sure. I just always think about North American sports in general and how fast people get traded across the country. You yeah. just move, boom, done. Like, yeah. w- literally overnight. And it, it's a bit weird. He also has access to some good facilities in uh, Quebec. Yes. Uh, what are we talking about? Uh, maple, those facilities? Ma- ma- maple syrup. Possibly. Well, uh, maple are also there. Oh, maple syrup. Yes, facilities. those facilities are definitely better in Quebec than uh, in Ontario. Yeah. It's yeah, closer yeah. to Bruce Grabelar as well. That is true. <laughs> yeah. That is true. Ooh, heard a cheeky... No, never mind. Um, um, Drew Moore? Nothing. Mm. Um, yes, Drew Moore. Drew Moore re-signed with Toronto FC. He, um, they didn't... Did they, did they protect him? Can't no. remember. No, no. But he was a free agent as okay. well, so he could have gone elsewhere, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that makes sense. Keep him around. Yeah, no one thought he. Would, not, I mean, he was. He's a good player and solid, but I don't think he becomes the the crux of the team next season. So yeah, good squad, good squad player to have, I think. And and, and the leadership as well. Absolutely. And his wife is great on Twitter, or like through his account. I mean, ah. she leaves him little messages and stuff. He tweets it. It's cute. Well, that, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was. Yeah, I know. Fair enough. Right. Anyways, hopefully um, there'll be more of that next season. Yeah, oh, wow. Bernie's uh, wow. Bernie's second cousin twice removed. Also, oh yeah, uh, signed for. Uh, yeah, I can't claim him because he's Yoruba, but yeah, okay. we're, we're close enough. I Hang knew on. he was Yoruba because his name is similar to Akin Fenwa. Who are we talking about, boys? <laughs> Ayo Akinola. Thank you. Yes, Toronto we have signed everyone him. to yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Toronto has signed him as a homegrown player. Uh, apparently, he is very highly rated. And had a trial with PSV and stuff. Why are you pointing at Brady like he will give you the scoop on this? I mean, I, I, I read about this yesterday. <laughs> so that's the, the right. inside scoop I have. And I mean, I'm sure a lot of people haven't read about it. Anything that kind of came out from their readings? Interesting? No, no just that he's a homegrown talent. He, right. And that's it. Where does he play? What do you mean? As in like positionally position. on the field. He's uh, a attack. forward through the middle or wide. And right. he went to the final. Well, they won. Did they win the under 17s World Cup, USA? Uh, or get to the final. That's a very good question. Either way, he went very far in the no, England won under seventeen. Okay, so the states did well though. I don't, I don't remember how they did. Anyway, he was there. Speaking of under seventeen talent, uh, Alfonso Davis. Did we talk about oh, that and God, his trial uh, in Manchester United? <laughs> uh, we didn't talk about that. Okay. Well, that's the thing. Okay. Well, apparently Vancouver have actually said no. They won't let him go. On trial or just go? So oh yeah, no. They said yeah. it's too early yeah. to let him go on trial to United right now. They're like, no, he needs a year or two more here. Um, and then we're not against it in the future. Yeah. Well, that's his career gone. Perhaps. Speaking of Manchester United, let's talk about the team um, from the same city that is much better than them. So a lot of teams lately have sat deep, set up their blockades, and tried to make City, you know, do something. Pass through them, little intricate passes, whatever. And they've lasted, you know, 70 minutes or so until mm-hmm. City inevitably get the winner. Spurs thought, sod it. <laughs> Let's just go for it and see what happens. And the result was exactly the same. Yeah, they were good for about 
70 minutes or so and then they, they absolutely smashed. got smashed even yeah. though even though they kept city at bay for a while i still felt that this was probably one of city's best performances all season they looked just so assured and it's one of those where it's inevitable that they will score a goal yeah. and then when the first one comes that's it the gates just open and they i mean look they did not have david silva who for some personal reason had to drop out um you know, the day before the game. He was their best player for three games going into this one. Gundogan came in and did just absolutely fine, scored a goal. They have, you know, Delfa left back, Mangala at center back. You know, they can play Aguero up top. They can play Jesus up top. It's, again, Pep has a system that, obviously, you know, you're not playing all Brighton, but it doesn't really matter who the players are as long as they're a certain caliber that can perform what he wants, they will be just fine. Absolutely. And there was a point I made midweek about this that I said... Pep could do this at Newcastle. No. Right. However, well, obviously that was exaggerated. But I do want to <laughs> highlight the importance of Kevin De Bruyne this, is, this season. Because in this game against Tottenham, I saw him come with fire, passion, hunger, into every tackle, pass, and absolutely dominate. He, he does everything, field. too. He doesn't just tippy-tappy. Like that goal, I think, I can't remember which goal, but one of the goals, I think, where he gave it to, yeah, the second or third one, he took the ball off Dembele, <laughs> shrugged two players off with... Like, kind of pace and power. Mm-hmm. Dribbled another. Played the perfect ball to Gundogan, who slipped it beautifully to Sané, then who played it to Sterling. So, he he did... He's not just this flair number 10. He does the center midfield work brilliantly as I well. I would suggest that I don't recall seeing as complete a player as Kevin De Bruyne. I think I think Pogba runs him somewhat close, right. but he's not there yet. Maybe in a couple of years. I mean, that, I, that, I that is the In terms of difference. a full package. The full package. There is nothing he can't do. I, I, I can agree. The... The thing about this game is, if you look at it, Spurs, despite their, what, two wins in a row before, they've, they've not been good. They in haven't this, looked in good, this no, decent, no. In this particular stretch. No. Um, the Arsenal game was proof of that, and they n- knocked over some terrible teams in Stoke, and I can't remember who they beat the, the game before, prior. Brighton, so, Brighton, I think. Brighton, right? Yeah. So, the, uh, realistically, we felt that City were going to win this game, and if you look at the Arsenal form from that Tottenham showed, it, the 4-1... Was was about accurate, right. but then again, Deli Ali tried to absolutely murder Kevin De Bruyne, he and just, it just made him mad. Deli's just frustrated with life right De- now. Deli like, Ali, nothing is going. Harry right. Kane, they both should have seen red cards. Mm-hmm. They are not going to get criticized by the media because they're the English no, boys De- who are. Deli Ali is, has been heavily. He he has not enough. He's done this all season long. He hasn't had a good season at all. You know, I don't know. He just. I just feel that he is frustrated, but it's no excuse for what he did, what Kane did. Those are those. If both of those players had their foot planted on the ground, stronger than that, Sterling and De Bruyne could have both well, walked yeah, away with. Pogba got sent off at Arsenal for less, for less, yeah, sure. Yeah, they were bad tackles. But for example, Alan Shearer went in pretty hard on on Dele Alli on match of the day. Right. People go in on Dele Alli. It's just I think there are a lot of people who are saying not for his attitude. I think people go in fairly on him for his attitude, but it's the form. That he hasn't been no incredibly form. criticized. One for. game that against Madrid and nothing else all season. But to be fair, people expected Spurs to be one of the teams that maybe would give City the hardest time. And to be fair, up to 70th, 60th, 70th minute, they look, they still looked vulnerable, and it was inevitable. But people had a bit more faith in the kind of the style of Pochettino that he would be able to to thwart City a little bit. But eventually, City always find a way through. Yeah, I mean, and and that's a fair kind of it's a fair. Expectation. Pochettino's record against Pep Guardiola, both at Espanyol and with Spurs, has actually been very good relative to other managers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, Spurs are disappointing. What I would say is though, they are missing some serious players. 
It, like Wanyama, who was one of the best midfielders in the league last season, has barely played. He hasn't played at all this Alder season. Alderweireld's out until February, it sounds like. And by which the way, is huge. if you've seen the history of Spurs, whenever he doesn't play, they don't play well. What wow. history, mate? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Aside, aside from this bar, Alex, please continue. Davison Sanchez was the last one I was going to say. He's still, still suspended and uh, has a the red pace card. to do it. Yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, they were disappointing, but. In the way that Pochettino was talking about it before the game, he was like, he was basically, well, they're, they're amazing and we're going to have a go and we'll see what happens. And City, so there was, as you said, there was an inevitability about this. Spurs kind of felt like they were going to get smashed. City kind of felt like they were going to smash them. That's what happened. Well, I, I just want to, you know, add on to that. We're comparing the two teams. You know, I want to say where they're going to go from here. I think City, you know, 17 wins, one draw. They, they can only go down from here. But we are, but we are running <laughs> I mean, out of teams. We can they go unbeaten? Uh, yeah. I'm not going to say that yet because we still got half a season to go. But Spurs from here, I think they can only go up because they have players that are out. They they have the January January transfer window coming up, and they have a lot of games to play in the season. They, they're only going to go up. I Mark. still think their their squad is way too thin to cope with Champions League, the cups, the league Ooh. all together. Spurs. Oh oh, absolutely, absolutely. But on 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 the Man City front, the one thing about them being able to go down that I find interesting is. This season, compared to last season, obviously he's got rid of the deadwood and all that good stuff, but he's also had a very good time in terms of injuries. Last season, a lot of players were in and out of the team, injuries, maybe it was adopting to the system, I have no idea. But he hasn't had to deal with Kevin De Bruyne being injured for an extended period of time. Sané, Sterling, uh, Guerrero is playing injured, but still playing. Uh, Jesus, same thing. The defense doesn't matter because they, they the way they defend <laughs> is the by having the ball, which... If you look at Van Hall at Manchester United with subpar defenders, best defense in the league, if you have the ball, it doesn't matter how terrible at defending your defenders actually are. And that's what we're seeing here. But they still are able to use the same players all the time, and that's beneficial. And Pep says he wants to buy a centre-back in January. Well, because he's proactive, yeah. which is, you know... But the other thing is, speaking of the defense, behind him they have Ederson, who has had a quietly impressive season. I know people always talk about his distribution, and he pinged one oh. this game, which was an... Mm. I mean... I don't think, honestly, I don't think De Bruyne could have picked it like that. Like it, he just it was spectacular. It was, but he also makes some really, really good saves that people focus a lot on the whole footwork. But he makes some actually incredible saves. There was one from Kane that was ridiculous. Yeah, like it just didn't feel like it because of the kind of way the game was going. But he, like no one would have expected that from most keepers. We talked a lot. I think it was yesterday, or t- some sometime on our on our under the cosh Facebook thread about who could if City lose who. And when they would lose, I brought up the point about when February, I think, comes along and they have the knockout stages of the Champions League, FA Cup is in the latter stages, etc. I think there's a game here or there where Pep might tinker one too many and eventually mm. I don't lose to a random corner at the end of a game. Bernie, you thought Liverpool yep. is really the chance, but I know because Liverpool are exciting and the attack, and but what about on the other end? I think City will score for four past Sure, them. but well, actually, hold on. I, I, I generally, generally would agree with you, right. but... Liverpool's defensive record has been very good in the last 10, 12 games or so. Like, I think they... They're unbeaten In, in terms 12, of the yeah. last 12 games, they have the best clean sheet record or something like that. So maybe they're doing something right. I don't know. And if City, we'll see. But then again, the reason I say that is because despite losing 5-0 when uh, Mane was sent off for yeah. assaulting Ederson, uh, <laughs> they're the only team I've seen this season that scared Man City. And I mean, literally, Otamendi was relieved when Mane was gone. And Salah can actually wreck them. So if they're able to keep 11 men on the field, with the way that they play, I think they can can score three at Man City. And then can Man City score four? 
Yeah, you know, I have to agree in some part to that because it does depend on the ebb and the flow of the game. Liverpool need a few things going for them. They all have to click into place. But they could. They could challenge Man City. And we're running out of other teams that could. Also, also sorry. Sorry, before Alex. <clears throat> the other thing is, I think they're more similar than people think in terms of Coutinho plays in the middle. Right, he's not playing in that. Not anymore. Yeah. He, he played whatever. on the left this weekend. Well, but, yeah, but because Klopp is doing a rotation, and he also played yeah. Oxo on man of the match. So we'll get right. to that. Yeah. Klopp is oh. doing his rotation policy to keep everybody fresh. Yeah. Against Man City, he has to play all of them, and Coutinho will be deeper, which is very similar to what KDB does. And you, I think they match up. Very you know well. what? Let's just talk about Liverpool since we're here. Um, mm. Unless you had a point, Alex. I just I, my shout for the team that is going to beat Manchester City is Big Sam's Everton. I think it's going to be some random small ah, team. Big they, Sam, they didn't take a point of them already. They took a point. I mean, it was under Kuma, but they, they did it. And But the thing is that Big Sam loves absolutely nothing more than beating a foreign manager. <laughs> he voted Brexit. Also, 100%. I saw this brilliant tweet by an Everton fan that got like a gazillion retweets saying, ha, imagine losing to City. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, let's talk about Liverpool since we discussed them a bit. Um, we talked about their attacking prowess and how good they've looked. And to be fair, a lot of the games that they've looked really strong as well, did not have all three of Firmino, Mo Salah, and Mane. Like, this game, they beat Bournemouth 4-0 away from home. Mane didn't even play. Um, Salah is starting to do that Robin thing where everybody knows what you're about to do, but mm-hmm. you do it anyways, where he just cuts in, takes you on the outside, cuts in, puts it in the far corner. He yeah. did it three times where he missed, and then the fourth time, bam. Yeah. And he's looked phenomenal so far. Yeah, Salah's in the form of his life. Not sure if he can do this for the whole season, kind of like Man City's form. But you know what? If he does, I'll be like, yeah, that's good. I mean, it's him and De Bruyne right now for player of the season, I think. There's nothing to suggest that he can't. Um, I would also say, from a Bournemouth perspective, once Lovren scores, you might as well pack up and go home. <laughs> yes. Yes. Forget it, man. Yeah. Like, but did you see how happy he looked? Because he's, he's, he's taken some beatings. He, looks so, he looked like a little child. Yes. He was so it's happy. It's been a very bad time. Okay. Yeah. On, on Bournemouth... Uh, I have to say they were slightly unlucky not to get back in the game at 2-0 two, two when uh, Defoe actually had a really good chance one-on-one hit the post. Yes, it was a good finish to be fair, but yeah. It's almost as if he's not actually that good. Yeah, almost, right? Wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> almost. But it's it's just, if you also like, on the other side of it, if you look at the goals that Bournemouth conceded, they're just trash. Like, like <laughs> Philip Coutinho literally yeah. walked down the field and no one came at him <laughs> yep. and then scuffed the ball in. Salah, as good of a goal that was, what kind of crap was that? Yeah. They like, like you said, they watched him go onto his left foot from an impossible angle. He's at the corner flag, basically, and then decides to do a circle. Well, like, unbelievable. Thank God there are no Liverpool fans on this pod because they would have said they saw some great goals. Oh, no, 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 I agree. I, I'm not to saying be, it was good skill, but boys were trash. I will back Rache up on that because... As an Arsenal fan, you look at that and you go, well, that was so easy. Salah just ran past three players and scored. And Coutinho just ran past three. I know if we were playing Bournemouth that day, I would not have seen that on no. TV. So <laughs> I give them that credit. It doesn't that, happen. Exactly. Right. exactly. Also, also, don't underestimate that Coutinho finish. He cut it back yeah. across, which was not the not the thing that everyone was expecting. So that was good. But I, Bournemouth, again, have been... Absolutely terrible this yes. season. You're right, the defending is horrendous. It's been a problem since they got promoted. They kind of get by mm-hmm. by scoring enough goals. What do you think of Eddie Howe? Because I find him very difficult to assess. He obviously did a brilliant job getting them there. He's obviously done well to keep them there for a couple of seasons, but we seem to have hit a wall here. Absolutely. Uh, and just a few days ago, we were talking about English managers and who's you know the up-and-comers. Up and, and we have Eddie Howe, and we have... 
the other guy, his name escapes me right now. Um, it's okay, we'll get Daesh. that's right. So how <laughs> how clearly has, uh, you know, dipped in form a little bit. I think he'll come back. I think Bournemouth will be fine this season. They're not going anywhere. When, when you're managing a smaller team, you will always have those dips. You, It's very hard, even if you're a very good manager, to keep them constantly over a season at that top level. I, I just agree. think if they if they do the, the Premier League thing and sack Eddie Howe, they will get relegated. Whoever comes in will not... Eddie Howe is this club. If you think about it, yeah. he, he, he really bleeds Bournemouth. You bring someone in doesn't understand it, they're going to go down and spiral continuously and continuously. You're thinking of Swansea? No, because they managed to survive when they sacramented. Yeah, just um, about. A, f- a few other things about Liverpool before we move on. Ox, late Chamberlain. I don't know why he got the Man of the Match award. That was very <laughs> weak. Because I watched... It was weird. Because I watched the game and I felt... Oh, he didn't have the best of games. Bournemouth were really there for the taking. He should have dominated more. He should have scored the goal above. And then later, everybody's praising his performance. He got a man of the match award. Fine. I he thought got... Firmino was man of the match. I, I thought a few other players were ahead of him. But and Ox got the assist for Salah. He passed it to him and Salah beat three players and scored. True. He also <laughs> he also got... Did he, did he pass to Coutinho as well? I don't, th- I don't know. That'd be impressive. <laughs> but he did. He did intercept for Coutinho in that uh, press interview uh, yes. after the game where the guy was kept talk- asking Coutinho about his future at Liverpool and Ox kind of stepped in and said hey look he's being professional leave him alone blah 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 well done like yeah I mean you know Liverpool had a good game they had four goals they could have had six because they hit the post twice Ox hit the post once yeah um, but uh, you know I would have given the man of match to Salah but I guess Salah they were getting Mino, yeah. I, I, I guess I guess you have to share the love around you have to share the love yeah um, let's move on to, uh, to United they, uh, they played West Brom away and <sighs> this was tight this was very tight. United went started the game by going two 0 up. Guys, why was this so tight? Nothing happened. I don't. I don't, I don't even know what, what what tight means in this situation. Nothing happened. Yeah. Well, towards time. the end of the game, it got dicey. It was two <coughs> one. United started to to you know penalty shout waste some time. De Gea went, Jones like kind of whispered to De Gea go down. Blah blah blah. Like you, you guys were ho- holding on. I think what's his name. That guy that moved to West Brom, he had a header. Um, no, Rodriguez. He had a header that he could have put in the in the corner. There was a, the last tussle at the end where kind of Gareth Barry and De Gea. I just felt it got really dicey towards the end. Uh, you, you've seen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that, I heard. I don't know who that was. It was a demon. That <laughs> man. Um, yeah, no, we've seen this United performance many times. I'm so reluctant to even talk about the performance in this game. At the end of the day, they got three points. All the United fans are unhappy at what they see. Uh, it's it's suffocating. It's it's just you have to put it in its right context. If your manager tells you, "All right, go up and then defend what we have," how is the other team not? Supp- I don't care if the team is freaking Brighton. Like they're gonna come at you if you decide to let them do that, which is exactly what that tactic does. But but, but that's what frustrates United fans. Yes. Why is that the tactic? Yeah, I don't I don't care for that. In in your average game, that tactic is annoying if you're Manchester United. When you're playing West Brom, it's more annoying. When you're playing Alan Pardew's West Brom, it's even more annoying. And when you're playing Alan Pardew's West Brom, who haven't won a game in 16 games. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? It's, it's And then Lukaku decides to step up against the, the smaller, really bad teams. He just... I'm still waiting to see him kind of perform against the big team. I know yes. he has good performances, but stats at the end of them. Get those goals against the bigger teams. And hey, have, you, have you seen the stat? What is of it? No other player has more goals and assists in the Premier League. Um, sorry, only one has more. That's Salah. Against Combined who? Against what, two? top six? No, but even the big big uh, what's the big games, he has assisted goals when he hasn't right. scored them. So this is, not, this is not to defend his goal record because it's terrible. But Lukaku, like we said, is putting in the performances, is bringing the team into play more so than he has, than other people have given him credit for. But I 100% agree with you. In this game, 
Lukaku needs service. If the service is not coming in, nothing is going to happen for him. He's not that kind of guy that's going to take the uh, game by scruff of the net. Ashley Young, Mata, Rashford, those guys have to do him a favor. Martial, if yeah. not, nothing's going to happen. Absolutely. I'm going to have to back Bernie up on that last point about service. I think in the bigger games we've seen United sit back and do nothing, and therefore there's no service for Lukaku, so it's really hard to, to isolate him and say it's all his fault that shouldn't, there's no goals. Shouldn't Mkhitaryan be that guy? I mean, that was the plan, at least. I mean, now he's frozen out of the team, but the plan was for Mkhitaryan to be that creative force, to, to give that service, but for some reason it didn't work out. It did in the beginning, and then whatever happened, I don't know what happened to him. Now he's completely frozen out. Seven out of the last eight squads, he hasn't even made the squad. So That is personal. That's not form. Yeah. That is now perfect. If personal. United comes second to the City team mm-hmm. in the league. I mean, how do you... Regardless of performances, I think no. you could kind of no. say that's a successful season, no? no? Uh, well, it de- really depends on how things play out, obviously. But I do think that Mkhitaryan still has a role to play as the season goes on. A lot of competitions, you know, cup competitions are still to start. FA Cup, Champions League still going on. Um, EFL Cup, or the Carabao Cup, or whatever it's called this season. Yeah. That's still I, I'm sorry, I, dis- I disagree in that if I'm Henrik Mkhitaryan and I'm treated the way I've been treated by Jose Mourinho, obviously we have to take a surface level what we know, right? Which is, he hasn't made the squads. I will demand to leave the club because he came in and was treated like shit, won his way back and played superbly, started off well, now he, he played like crap and now he's basically being sent to the dogs. At that point, I would say this guy is disrespecting me and I want out. So I don't see a future for Mkhitaryan at all. Not to mention, even when he does play well, he's playing in a team that doesn't play to his strengths. He's not playing football that he likes. Yeah, it's just not, I do, yeah, I agree. I don't think it's worth. You want Mkhitaryan to be the the first defender. You know who needs how him. How that makes sense. Dortmund. Yeah, back. Just do the do the Dortmund thing. They just won two in. games in a row. Yeah. Under Send Kago at United. Get him back. Yeah. Send Mkhitaryan to United. Get him back. Be like, you know what? Go. Yeah. Gotze. Gotze. Yeah. Came back. yeah. Go, go <laughs> see if the grass is greener. Yeah. We're right here. <laughs> they should start loaning players to United. Yeah. For experience. Feeder club. <clears throat> yeah. That's what this is. They're just not saying it. All right, so for the rest of the league, let's talk about Arsenal. Um, Arsenal were home to Newcastle. <laughs> Sorry, I saw the note over here, and the first bullet point says, Arsenal are shit. <laughs> Followed by Newcastle are shit. Um, yeah, both this teams... This was rubbish. Yeah. This was so bad. I actually, me and my brother were watching this together, and we were just having conversations. We were talking about like what we're going to do for the weekend. I've never been so uninterested in Arsenal. Oh, my, that's not true. A couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah sure. The sure. last two years. What? Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, he was saying they would win the league. Uh, that's true, actually. To be fair, I did say, <laughs> we I did really? say we're, we're going to get maximum <laughs> points from points. West Ham, United, Southampton, Newcastle. Is that so unrealistic? How is that fair? How is that fair? That was maximum bad. points. Maximum, maximum you points. You get three points from this game, to be fair. So, my brother has actually been broken. Like, yeah. he's actually saying... <laughs> he. We had a conversation during the game. He literally, the words were, I can't believe what I'm seeing on the screen. Well, okay. So, for context... How old is he and what was the first year he started So his Arsenal? first year watching Arsenal was 07-08, which was right after the Champions League loss. So the first game was kind of towards the Champions League final. Mm. So he has not seen anything positive from Arsenal. And he blames me daily for, <laughs> for bringing him in. Because he followed you. Yes. And to, he just broke on the week. He's just like, I can't believe what I'm seeing on the screen. We have no tactics. We have no plan. Everybody's playing central. Shaka, Wilshire, Ozil, Sanchez, Maitland Lines, Bellerin. Everybody's in the same spot on the field. We have no width. We just have nothing. We I was we were fundamentally bored watching this Arsenal game. But is it that it looks bad 
Or it is looks it horrendous. Like, bad in, looks amateur or like you're not entertaining. The plan is Everything. pass it to a guy in red. Literally. That's it, Bernie. You cannot, like, you can try and squeeze a plan out of what you're seeing. You cannot. It, 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 is, it is astonishing mm. how, how shit Arsenal are. I mean, the ball pops around. We know what's going to happen before it happens. Oh, and so the minutes. opposition who have watched 15 videos of us know exactly what is going to happen. The ball goes out to Bellerin. It comes back to whoever passed it to him. It goes back across, ends up at Nacho Monreal. He yeah. like waves his arms around because no one's moving. Then it goes into Xhaka. He loses it. The opposition okay, counts Okay, let's have a, ha- like, have a happy moment though. Ozo scored a great goal. Yeah, Ozo has been Arsenal's man of the match for a month now. Four games in a row, he's been man of the matches for all four. He's, <coughs> he's Ashley, Ashley Maitland-Niles. Ashley Maitland-Niles, yeah. Even the ones that you lost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. He's he was the best against United. He was the best against oh, that's Spurs, true. That's true. and the few after that, he's been having a really. I think he's going to win. You know, player of the of the month for us. He's been or a really, new contract. Well, there's oh, rumors of oh, the new okay, contract. Okay, okay. Well, let's 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 talk about that first. But a the second. goal was been, because was nothing great. in this game, right? So let's let's talk, let's talk about Ozo and his contract. So strong rumors are that he will sign. Yeah. With Arsenal, Arsenal fans always felt that Ozo would kind of stay. So so. From last season, a lot of fans, I would say most fans, said Ozo can get the hell out of here, let's keep Sanchez. Now the opposite is happening where people are saying, get rid of Sanchez, don't want anything to do with him, let's keep Ozo. Now, my question isn't about which one should you keep. Forget that. Keep one of the other, who cares. But if Ozo, if you're Ozo, would you do it? Would you stay at Arsenal? I'm, I'm extremely troubled by this for two reasons. One is, Mesut Ozil, a big part of him coming was Arsene Wenger. Mm-hmm. A big part of him staying might be Arsene Wenger. Not into that. The other thing is, where is his ambition? That's what I'm thinking. Why? Look, why? There is not one good reason that Mesut Ozil should stay at Arsenal. He can't stay at There's Arsenal a few reasons. There's a few reasons. One, he's already won a lot. Keep that in mind. What are you talking about? He's already won La Liga, uh, uh, World Cups, etc. I'm just saying. He's also making, he's going to be making a lot of money. He can make that anywhere. He's also living in London. He loves London. He talks about London so much in terms of he just loves living in it. He likes the Premier League, etc., etc. So, yes, there are other human aspects to this that are not just football related. Because if it is football related, yes, you will go to Bayern Munich. You'll okay, go to... So, so let's, 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 let's dissect that a little bit. Is there another club that has, that has shown strong, I mean, strong we don't interest in Mesut Ozil? We, we don't we, know. We don't know. But we would assume the United rumors, we would assume Bayern Munich. But, but just to counter your point, sir, the London thing, yeah, he probably loves it. It doesn't mean he has to, you know, if he goes somewhere else in Europe, you can be in London in a couple of hours. You can keep your house. You can go somewhere else for two or three years right. and come back and live in London maybe, for the rest of your life. Maybe go to Paris. Barca rumors too. This is the last big contract that Mesut Ozil will sign. This mm-hmm. is his last chance to play for a club that actually harbors ambitions of winning anything. Yeah, that's it. And at, and at Real Madrid, they did well, but they let's call it underachieved because they faced the get off against the best team in the world at the time. So he's been at Arsenal for four years. Yeah, now, yeah, four it? years now. Yeah, four years and one, which is why his contract's running out. Right, and won FA Cups, fine, but he's not been a world beater during that time. But I mean, this is a chance for him to not to have a fresh start, get back to the Mesut Ozil that the world knew as the best number ten, and win a Champions League, which he has not won yet. Sure, but not every player has that ambition. It would yeah. be nice, but just not everyone maybe, does. Maybe and if you're doesn't. offered a 300k contract to live in London and play for Arsenal and not have, you know, not have that high level of standard and expectations on but you, it's an with, easy life. Live with the stress that the fans and the media gives you. That's a lot of stuff. That's a lot the of media, pressure, the right? media gives him a lot of stick. And Arsenal, the fans fans, give a lot Arsenal stick. fans like Ozil. They so do. What you're calling him is an elite Kieran Gibbs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But we actually want him to stay. Yeah. I'm. I'm indifferent. But. Uh, 
Yeah. Anyway, so Arsenal, yes, it's on Ozil, he, he did score a really good goal. He anticipated where the ball would land really well. You yeah. kind of could see that in the clips. His finish was very smooth. Um, a goal that, I mean, on the run of play, Arsenal did kind of deserve to win this game, but it was, again, boring, bland. Newcastle are a horrendous team and a horrendous <laughs> run of form. Thank and Arsenal you. couldn't even break them down. I don't think, bar that, the keeper had to make another save. Uh-huh. Thank you for finally pointing out that Newcastle are a horrendous team. And you know what? That's also harsh because I was actually saying they were not bad until they collapsed every To be game. fair, at the beginning of the season, they, they were fourth. They looked okay. Yeah. Um, um, this is their first weekend in the, regu- in the relegation zone. Before we move on, a few things Alex has down here that I want to ask him. Petacek has now kept um, 199 Premier League clean sheets. Like 198 were with Chelsea, obviously. I'm, assu- I'm assuming. Yep. Yeah. But Alex, you yeah. have a question here. Is yeah. Shaka... Arsenal's worst ever signing. I'd like to chime in on this one. Please. Uh, I think uh, there are there have been worst signings on the uh, uh, on the wavelength of Christopher Ray. No, 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 that's nonsense. Christopher Louis, Ray. Louis Christopher, Ray, Christopher Ray was like a, a rarely used substitute yeah. who actually scored when he played. It's and the expectation, won a right? It's the oh, thirty five okay. million, the expectation. Okay. It's okay. go around the table. Louis, Louis, Shaka, I got two. The problem is Shaka. It's not his fault. It's just it's not what we needed. Not even close to what we needed. Yeah. So it isn't why? His fault. What, it isn't bad. his fault. I, I'm I'm gonna give you Arshavin. No. No. Well, okay. I, I think Arshavin today to play on that left okay, side. Okay, fine. Then I'll give you Jovino. Fine. Take your pick. That, fine. That's a strong shot. Jovino's Jovino a strong shot. Yeah. Shamak would be up there if he wasn't free. He had Louis a good. Bar-Martin. He had a good. No. 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 But again, not important enough. Not crucial. Yeah. And he was yeah. also like free. He was a youngster, and he had a few good seasons. I think Shaka's up there. Shaka's actually up there. He's actually up there. Now, unfortunately... I mean, Petr is also up there. Lucas Perry is well. Pascal Sigan. Didn't play enough. Uh, unfortunately, no. you, you, ha- you have <gasps> Pep managing this Arsenal side, and Shaka all of a sudden looks like he's a world beater. Philip Zenderos. No, no, Pep would sell Silvestre. him. Silvestre. Pep would sell that. Team. Silvestre's up there. Silvestre's up there because but, he was... But again, Price. Price. What are you talking about? Guys, yes. Price. Forget defenders. This for is one of the most expensive players we've ever bought. Yeah. <laughs> Arteta. <laughs> Arteta was, Arteta was fantastic oh, wow. for us. Oh, sorry. Anyways, let's move on. Um, <laughs> Three years, mate. Chelsea uh, beat Southampton 1-0. This one, again, was dicey. So it's okay if they win 1-0, but not if Arsenal wins 1-0. Chelsea are on a run of good where they've won yeah. like four out of five or five out of six. You're, no, allowed to like have, seven you're allowed to have blips in form when you've won things in recent memory. You've actually looked good. You're not supposed to just beat everybody all the time. It's when this is the norm. This is not the norm. Right? I mean, Chelsea are going through a slight dip in form. They drew to West Ham, I believe, or lost to, West, lost Ham, to West Ham. Yeah. And they just beat Southampton 1-0, who, by the way, drew with Arsenal. So if you want to take it relatively, you know. Um, sure. Alonso's free kick, but uh, what's his name? His Fraser horrendous. Oh, needs to switch sports. Well, he's, something like a really... T- not basketball, because he's, agil- he's not agile enough, but something else. Him or Joe Hart? Who's worse? Joe, Joe, Joe Hart's worse. Joe Hart's worse. Man, he's still yeah. good. Catastrophically <laughs> worse. Um, no doubt about it. First Forster is bad, and I think he's number two for England. So there you go. Right. Uh, I think it's Butler. He's in but the mix. He's now that Everton mix. are doing well, Butler looks good again, doesn't he? Oh, Butler. Butler is still. <laughs> William is starting to play uh, slightly more for Chelsea. Starting to look a bit better recently. He's been influential in the recent games. Morata has been out, so they did. You know, he's playing Hazard as a false nine. He he was I think he's back next he, game. He was he's, fatigued. Yeah, mm. um, Hazard is playing false nine again. He's not really stepping it up big time either this Sorry, season. Can I just say I don't like Conte this season. I think he's complaining way too much about the squad. About about the not or well, his squad of course, but he's he went on a rant about the fixture list, and then someone put the I think the Arsenal fixture list next to it and talking about 
games after Champions League and when you play or something like that and it was actually worse for Arsenal than it was Wait, for him. It's like, a conspiracy against everyone. Yeah, but Conte has been literally <laughs> bitching since the first minute of the season yeah. and I think it translates to his team and they don't. I don't think they have the same belief that they possibly had last season. I don't disagree. You know who also has absolutely no belief? Who? Michy Batshuayi. Yes. He can't get a game. Like, he needs to leave. This is just getting silly. Yeah, yeah. this it's Batshuayi experiment for Chelsea. We all knew he was just going to get in there until the actual striker came and showed up. And which was Morata. And you know what? We've expected uh, what we've expected from him. However, Chelsea are, are third by three points. Yes, no, no, Four, sure. I think. Sure. Anyway, they're, 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 they're doing well. Yeah, they're, they're actually on a run of form that would be title-challenging form if not for Manchester City's... Well, ridiculous basically thing. everything this season would have been if not for you know United wait, if wait, not wait, for City. Well, what are we talking about? This Chelsea's is the same point. Chelsea that won thirteen on the spin last season. They yeah. set the record that Man City just broke. They're yeah. not in any type of league winning form whatsoever. No. What are we talking about? Also, no, but they've not shown any type of any form of consistency. They have. I think at the beginning of the season we did say that Chelsea were going to be the team that drops most from their standard because. Spurs kind of were growing. United, you know, couldn't have done worse. And I think, forget Arsenal, Liverpool were going to improve. I think Chelsea were the ones that were in danger of possibly dropping out of a top four spot. Especially with the transfers they made. Yeah. Where is Kante falling in all of this? Because we knew that Kante was instrumental in them winning the league last season. How is he doing this well, season? Well, Bakayoko's out doing anything good that Kante's doing. He had a good game this game. Mm-hmm. But for the last couple of games, the fans have been getting on Bakayoko's back. He's not been good. He's looked... Well, I mean, like a flop signing so far in the last couple of games. Way to not answer Roche's question. Well, he said, how's Kante doing? I said, Bakayoko's out doing all the good stuff that he's <laughs> okay. doing. Yeah, good. Okay. Yeah. That, so, that pretty much no, right. He's playing for two. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, we, we've, Bernie, you, you said this before, but Chelsea have looked this season without Kante kind of hopeless. And with him. Yes. The, like the team that they were last season. So. By the way, Roche pointed out that they have eight wins in ten, which is fantastic. If on but form, you don't feel it. But you don't feel it also yeah. because they lost terrible games to terrible teams. So, and, and I said at the beginning of the season, Matt, selling Matic, Bakayoko, everyone said, oh my God, he was great at Monaco, it's a great signing, get rid of the old guy. But you had a guy who started the first two months injured, and you have no idea he's going to adapt to the Premier he, League. That was, to me, and I said it on the pod, it was not a good idea. Here's a thought that just, you know, this, all this Monaco fire sale. Bernardo Silva is on the bench, can't mm-hmm. get into the City team. Mendy is injured, and now Delph is doing just as well of a job. We're not feeling his absence. Mm-hmm. Bakayoko is having a horrendous season. Has any of those big fire sale Monaco players, I mean, other than uh, Mbappe, Mbappe, obviously, other than that, no, they've a lot of them have just kind of got no. big contracts and went, well, yeah, and now Fabinho was supposed to say he's going to leave, but the market for him has completely fizzled yeah. out. Oh, he'll get, he'll get, he'll get, he'll get, for sure, eventually. Yeah. All right, um, let's move on to a few of these games quite quickly. Um, West Ham Killing on a great it. run of form, beat Stoke 3 0. Uh, I like to see Mark Hughes lose. He, I think he's Stoker, the team that conceded the most goals this season in the Premier League, if I'm not mistaken. How has he not been sacked yet? How? No idea. He's yeah. actually horrendous. Do you remember Stoke Alona? Yeah. <laughs> what, what a movement that was in 2015. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Arnatovic scoring and celebrating against his former club. Mark Hughes was caught on Twitter cussing him out as he was being subbed off. On t- oh. oh, like he was cussing people on Twitter caught it. Yeah, people he on wasn't Twitter. on Twitter like no, tweeting. No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> people on Twitter, um, Twitter, <laughs> Twitter. He should quit. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So the the Lanzini dive for the penalty was was amazing. Um, but was Moyes, it better than Mahana's dive in 2015? Yes, wow. it was. Don't remember it. No idea where you're going. With. There was no VAR at the time. <laughs> Moyes said on the dive, 
on the dive. Lanzini ran about 70 yards, so I think he went over with fatigue rather than a dive. <laughs> that might be the worst excuse I've ever heard. That, that might be the worst indictment saying, yeah, he dove. <laughs> but, you know. Um, Leicester, oh, Le- again, you can't, this is why predictions and betting is so difficult. Leicester looked fantastic for a couple of games. Mahrez is back in form. Ok- Okazaki is scoring goals left, right, and center. Yep. Blah, 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 blah. Indeed, he's killing it. Sent this off game, on his birthday. Sent off on his birthday. Yeah. He just wanted to go home, celebrate early. Crystal Palace look like a serious team again. Uh, sorry, Rishi. On in this game, on the in the forum table, it's ninth versus fourth. <laughs> They're actually both quite on form. Zaha looks. He's, he's so good. He is. And he's so good. They're carrying Benteke. This is all while carrying your striker. Like he's not even did, that did good. Score this week. By the way, the, the, the great thing about this result is, and I saw Alex said here, Hodgson and Moyes doing madnesses, right? The beautiful thing about this result is West Ham tried Slavin Village. Yes. Leicester, well, not Leicester. Palace tried Frank De Boer or Ronald, whichever one. Don't remember. Frank, I think Frank. it was. And um, what's the other team that was trash and is not doing well? Oh, Everton did the Kuman thing. Everyone wanted new foreign ideas in the Premier League, and it was a fallacy that they were not doing it. Yeah, the Premier League did it. It did not work, and they brought these old gets back, and look at what is happening. We're back in Brexit, people. Yeah. Brexit. Yeah. I'm yeah. all for it. Three months in, we've got Allardyce back. We've got yeah. Moyes back. We've and got Alan Pardew back. Yeah. well. Disclaimer, we're not all for Brexit over here. Well, obviously. But, Speak to Rears. <laughs> Pulis, Pulis got sacked. He's the, he's the honcho. He's the big... When he comes yeah, back to he, Stoke, that's you're going to see them resurge again. Yeah. You know, surprisingly, Harry Redknapp actually defended Slavin Village. Why? Someone was talking about how Moyes has got. Um, I think it's probably like on Talksport or some shit. They were talking about how Moyes has got West Ham playing like fitter mm-hmm. and running more. And Redknapp was just like, "You can't, you can't tell me that you can get him fit in one week or two weeks." And you get like, "I don't make no sense." Was he leaning out of a car window? Okay, I can see his pink face right, right now. Just want to quickly point out, Crystal Palace's goals were absolutely beautiful. They were. All of them. Agreed. Yeah. 100%. And we can move on. Okay. Yeah. Um, very quickly, Watford is on a beautiful slump since yeah. the cojones. I love it. Dini got a red card. Yeah. Richarlson can't make do a step over. It, the core just forgot how to play football. Incorrect. Mm. They slumped, came back up. And then slumped Then again? Sam went at Silva. Silva came back with a, with, a, <laughs> with a barb. And then they went back. A down. barb. That's twice we've said barb yeah. in yeah. 30 minutes. Quick comment. Uh, I just want to say that the all the mongrels at Huddersfield were having a field day eating pie watching this game. Okay. Wow. Great. Great analysis. Um, <laughs> just an unprovoked assault <laughs> on an entire... Shire, if yeah. <laughs> Brighton, Burnley, nil nil. Um, I mean, if there was going to be a nil nil game, it was going to be this one. Uh, no one watched this game, so no one noticed. Let's right. Keep moving. Swansea, Everton, <laughs> Everton, Rooney, and Everton are, are just resurgent. A ziggy, ziggy. Ah. I, yeah. put, I put him back in my fantasy team, and he's done well, except Rooney. for missing his penalty. Wayne Rooney, same amount of goals as Romelu Lukaku. No. Enjoy it. This is I'm, why stats sorry. mess with sorry, your brain. He, he looked at me. And he smirked. <laughs> and I wanted to punch him. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Your arms are long, but they're not that long. Stat, <laughs> stat, Rooney, second most goals in Premier League, third most assists in Premier League history. Ever? Ever, ever. He's a complete <laughs> player. I mean, he's one He's one that can do a lot of things. Should have seen him knocking the ball left to right like Kevin De Bruyne was. When you said do a lot of things, were you talking about things outside of his marriage? Yeah. I'll be more one thing where I know, Sha, Mumu no fit sleep forever. One day, Mumu go wake up. All right, so welcome to Mumu of the Week. And uh, for those listeners who are unaware, a Mumu is a fool, an idiot, and we focus on those fools and idiots off the pitch of football. 
And this week's off the pitch Mumu I'm going to start with is none other than Antoine Griezmann. Why? What did he do? Undisputed. Like, when we're talking about off the pitch, we're talking about a different sport altogether. Yeah, yeah. So he has set the bar very, very high for Mumu, I think. I think this might be the year's worst. Especially for a short man. Yeah. So he went for a Christmas party, which is an eight, which was an 80s-themed party, which I don't know why you do that for Christmas anyway. Whoever invented that is a Mumu, first off. Yeah. <laughs> but he decided to honor his second favorite sport of basketball and his favorite you know, entertainment group, the Harlem Globetrotters. Wonderful team. Yeah, so he found a jersey, put that on, cool. Shorts, put it on, cool. Shoes, all good. Even wore a wig, like an Afro wig. I can deal with that. Yeah. But then he decided to jump into a pool of black paint <laughs> and get come out like he looked like, um, you ever seen those Farta Pete's in, in, um, yep. in the Dutch people that throw the candy at you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he posts on Twitter, saying, look at me, I, was, I went to an 80s party. This was his whole body. This was legs, arms, Everything. face. Oh, he went, he, he he committed went all out. to this. Yeah, he paid big bucks for that one. I don't really understand how you can get to 26, 27 years old and still be that stupid. Or not have anyone around you. Not one person around you saying, Antoine, nah. You know what? It really it really hit a chord when he said 26, 27. I still think of football players as older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and sure. then now you went... How at 20... I'm like, oh, man, I feel old. No, the, I understand. Yeah. The best part I'm about blessed. this is how Twitter went at him. He apologized. Apparently, well, he, he did that it, whole, like, oh, it, but I really like them. Well, his first thing was literally use the words, calm down. This is a tribute to one of my favorite teams. Right. And people went in on that. Then he took it down and apologized. But Twitter went off, and they posted a picture of the French national team. Oh, all yeah. black people. And then they superimposed Griezmann's blackface face. On his face. He's just trying to fit in. He just, people, I mean, people were saying he's trying to fit into the French national team. He's trying to get a move to Chelsea. There's a lot of, there's a lot of rumors. A lot of rumors. Um, Alex, you got our second Momo. Yeah. Um, the Everton official account tweeted a picture of Wayne Rooney recently. Fairly innocuous. Except that instead of tagging Wayne Rooney in it, they tagged Little Wayne. <laughs> oh, sorry. Lil Wayne. L- Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. That is funny. That's glorious. That Imagine is... you're, you're Lil Wayne. You wake up. Right? You get this text. Or you get the, the notification. And someone's tagged you in this picture of this fat, weird white man, yeah. like hugging someone else, and you're just like, "What is going on?" My theory is, the girl that he cheated on, or he cheated with, what's his face, took over the social media account, and that's what she was calling his. Ah, uh, little Wayne. Yeah, I like uh, that. I, I would never have went that far, but no, that's I good. Have no idea what. That's good. Wow. Wayne Rooney was and Little Wayne. Gigs? Hey. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> one thing we are no sha, Mumu no fit sleep forever. One day Mumu go wake up. Last week's Mumu of the Week featured Inter Milan and Inter Bells. <laughs> Fortunately, it came up again this week as they lost 3 1 to Udinese. Roche, you are kind of angry about this. I fucking hate Inter <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's the worst song ever. It's oh, the worst oh. media campaign ever. Yeah. The Inter Milan I mean, marketing team should be run over by Wildebeest. The alarm. <laughs> <laughs> the alarm bells are ringing at Inter, that's for sure. Something's ringing. Yeah. Um, fans fans are actually given Santa hats at the game and invited to join in in the singing of Inter bells at halftime. I didn't know Inter were so Christmassy. Inter bells, Inter bells, Nerazzurri. I'm still a world beast. I'm sorry. <laughs> so they, I mean, Udinese spiced well, up the league a little bit. We, yes. we can see it's backfired and made Inter lose promptly. Yeah. Which is yes. great. Hopefully I mean, they eliminate this campaign. Th- this was <laughs> thoroughly unexpected. Inter Milan 
Um, we're top of the league, I think, at the yep. start of the weekend. We're at home, went 1-0 down, brought it back to 1-1. At halftime, everyone's like, all right, we've got this. Let's sing into bells. Everything will be cool in the second <laughs> half. And then Udinese scored another two. Unbelievable. Great. Well, this is why Serie A is probably the most exciting league this season, I think. Between first and fourth is only separated by four points. It's very tight. And the reason it's tight is because a lot of teams lose randomly. So there's no, like, this one team that is dominating, not even Juve. Um, but you know that... And we'll get to them, but you know that this is what we all said was going to happen. Yes. It's just later than usual. Everyone's going to mess up, and the Juve machine is going to start. I don't know. I don't know. And then you know they're going to win the league again. To be fair, Juve have been. All right, let's talk about Juve now. They are on very good form. I will just say Napoli are top. Matches them, yeah. Yeah. Um, But Juve, 3 0 away to Bologna. This was pretty easy. Pjanic just absolutely busted. Including a wonderful free kick. His 14th in Serie A. That is good. Yeah. That is very, yeah. very good. Sucks for Roma. Uh, I just do want to add that Chiellini, apparently, I learned this today, has a degree in math. Yeah. And he has a master's doing, degree. He's, doing, he's, he's doing an MBA right now. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. he got that last year, the degree in math. Huh? Yeah. yeah. He got some degree last year. Yeah. I don't know what it's it was. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, Roma like, beat Cagliari 1-0. Cagliari. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Zeko <laughs> um, kind of... For, I first thought he dove and then VAR came in and showed it was a penalty then they missed it Perotti missed it which doesn't happen often but then they did manage to still sorry I love the way they do the when they go into VAR they make the TV like the that's the a good sign symbol I love it yeah. I, I don't know I just, it's, 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 it's nice. nice it's very square it's, it's very yeah. strong um, <laughs> Napoli didn't miss a chance to go top by beating Torino 3-1 um, Marek Hamsik same amount of goals as Diego Maradona that's lovely. That is lovely. I mean, it's because he's kind of there forever. Yeah. Yeah. Who's a better role model? Uh, <laughs> that's a good point. I'm sick just. Just, yeah. Because we know about Maradona's future. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, we can't rule out cocaine from Hamsik's future. So. No. Probably yeah. selling it to the ultras. Wow. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Very allegedly at this point. All right. Um, AC Milan, though. They're just having a laugh at this point. Oh, Gattuso is going to come in and like give everyone a kick up the bum. And the, they, yeah. the problem is, yes, I know sometimes you can try and predict things and they don't go your way. Like, you know, the Mois and the Sam Ardessa. But this one just feels like it wasn't obvious. Oh, of course. Like, it was like, why? What was the idea behind this? I want to see Gattuso fight a rhino. Yeah. I'd pay for that. And be Slide trampled. tackle a rhino. And be absolutely trampled. I would much rather see that than watch AC Milan in Serie A. It's like yeah, terrible. It's, it's like when people... Hired Roberto Carlos as manager for stuff. Why? That actually happened. Turkey, yes. Turkey, Turkey. Like, and, like and Russia. Then he wasn't like Zenit or something, or the team had to play for for like fifteen million. Oh, uh, and Angie, Angie Something. Well, they're so bad that now you you fear that no one's actually going to want to take that that job. This is the thing. Not only are they going to finish like mid table, they're also going bankrupt. They can't sort out. So they're the going. Deal. They're going to become extinct. Yeah. So like. I, who? I, yeah, you're right. I don't know who's going to take that job. They might be forced to stick Maybe with Dino Baggio. Dino Baggio. Extension. Dino. Dino Rossi. That, that's where that came. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, to, to emphasize the extent to which this was a horrendous loss, Verona had only won two games all season. They were second bottom. And they lost both their strikers to injury before half an hour. So they've lost... Sorry. They've conceded points to the bottom and now second bottom. Yep. Speaking of bottom, Rishay, how's Benevento doing? Uh, the exact opposite <laughs> of Man City. I thought you were going with that. <laughs> so, uh, comparing records, I actually looked at some tables this weekend, and I, you know, that's what I like to do in my free time. Yeah. That's what you do for your work. Uh, you just look at tables. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. Data analysis is uh, Rishay's thing. Yeah. So, I just like to do that because it's zen for me. Right. But yeah, Benevento are the exact opposite of City. 
but they both have one draw. So they have all the wins. And they don't have all the losses. <laughs> that's, an, that's, that's a yin and yang. It really is. Yeah. They have one point in 17 matches. I, I mean, you that. were really upset when they got that point. I was. But it was against AC Milan with a flying, diving header by like, a goalkeeper. The, you can't be mad at that. Just, no, for the, just for the listeners, that they, I don't think they realize that. We get daily updates on Benevento from yeah. Rache. Like, we will be talking about United and City and Arsenal. And he will go, guys, yeah. Benevento is losing again. But he's it's, got me into it because yeah. now I check the Benevento result first <laughs> when I look at the uh, Serie A scores. I really do. This is why they're gaining popularity. Yes, yeah, because they're so bad. So yeah. you are their marketing campaign. I could. Well, I mean, they also, themselves are doing so well. Arguably, like for their global, than for, for their global reputation, they really shouldn't win. Yeah. I was gonna say it is. This is the cheapest way to get global recognition. That is true. Yeah. Um, that's Napoli. The plan. I think that's the plan. Better than Inter's marketing campaign. <laughs> Stupid Inter bells crap. <laughs> okay. <Inter-mans>. Rubbish. <laughs> Fire them all. <laughs> Napoli on the on top with forty two, Juve forty one, Rome Inter forty, and Roma thirty eight. Very. Very close up there. Again, we do this every week. If you're looking for something extra to watch, other than who do than you want team... to win? I want Roma, but it's not going to happen. I want, I want thus, Napoli. Thus Napoli. I'm happy with Napoli. I'll go with Napoli. <laughs> happy with Napoli. You said that quite snappily. <laughs> happily uh, with Napoli. Spain. Right. Spain. 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 All right. Spain. Um, Atleti. I, I heard this recently, and someone was talking. I think it was on on ours blog. Someone was talking about. Perception in football. Mm-hmm. And if we talked about Atleti, everyone would say they're having her in the season. They're unbeaten. A lot of draws, yes. But to put that in perspective, they're unbeaten. I would have said they, they definitely lost four or five games at least. They're unbeaten. That's a bit much. I just felt like there's this doom and gloom around Atleti this season, etc., etc. They beat Alaves 1-0 this weekend as well. They're still kind of keeping the pressure slightly on top of the table. Um, especially with Valencia's loss to Ibar, which was, like Alex said in the beautiful intro that he writes, a bottle job. Absolute bottle job. The the games that Valencia have lost this season have been so annoying. I can't remember who the last one was, but it was a game they shouldn't lose, anyway, to say the least. And now Ibar. I know Ibar aren't horrendous, but come on. If you're challenging for the league, I bottle. Good. Yeah. I'd buy it. (laughs) Well done. Um, Bernie would definitely buy it. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. No, Amara would stop. I would sign either Gudjonsson if I could, if I was them. Either Gudjonsson. Good. Bar either. Come nice. On. Not bad. Nice. Anyway, sorry. Uh, One thing on Atleti, yeah. on your perception thing, right? They're not doing so bad. United played 25 games last season and did not lose, and everyone said, oh, this draws. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, sure. It's the same thing. Okay. It's not, not about perception, it's trash. Right, but, it, but again, just they haven't lost. Like, I just didn't know that. Like, if you said Atleti are unbeaten, I would. I was surprised when I heard the. I mean, the, they're tough the to beat. Everyone. That's they are how tough they to play. beat. Yeah. Um, score. Torres scoring the goal. So that was a good goal. Yeah, it was a good goal. Not bad. Um, Barcelona beat Depor four nil. Um, Suarez slowly starting to be a bit more useful again recently. He's, he's, up. he's Yeah, he's ramping up a little bit. He scored two goals. Paulinho's been really good for them recently as well. Which is well, quite funny. Sorry, it, it, just that when Suarez was in his bad form, Bernie was enjoying it. And in also enjoying the thought that he might just be done. Yes, yes. I really was. He, yeah. he, to be fair, it's not he's not over the, the hump yet. He still might be done. To be fair, he, has, he doesn't look good doing it. Um, Messi missed the penalty. He's not that good at penalties. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Messi, he didn't miss. It was a he good was save. denied it was a good by save. everything in life. He, yeah. got, he, he was presented with the golden boot, showed it off to the fans, and then somehow <laughs> could not manufacture a goal at all. It was unbelievable. The keeper made a brilliant save, yes. but... Other than the penalty, Messi had a really bad game. He had a lot of chances where he could have scored well, goals that you expect. Times. We expect Messi to just 
slot them in. A few Paulinho's of them went goal really was wide. Paulinho's goal was off Messi's bar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He I, hit the bar three times himself. One was a free kick. Like, yeah. Oh, the free kick was beautiful. Like, what's he supposed to do? Yeah. I actually think he would increase his chances of scoring penalties if he set up a couple of cones like to the right of the ball. Right. Jinked in from the right-hand side. <laughs> dodged slotted the it cone the and then slotted it in. Yeah. Right, just have the Messi run towards the ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, why is this here, Alex? Explain. Las Palmas um, are having an absolutely tragic season. I was reading the Sydney. The Benevento of, uh, of La Liga? Eh, something like oh, that. Oh, you made a point previously about oh, Griezmann. Yes. Tell us. And then you went to Las Palmas. Just, Sorry. I was going to... I had a Griezmann retort. So... Oh, t- tell us. Well, Alex wrote here... Uh, Guillermo Amor pretty well confirmed that I've been meeting with, with Antoine Griezmann in Barcelona. That's, that's to replace Suarez or to you think to play wide? Well, to replace Suarez racism, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was That's my good. retort. We can move on. That was good. I'm sorry you didn't get the kind of... Yeah, the build, the I was build waiting up. for the build-up. Very yeah. Barcelona-esque, but you messed that up. Yeah. Well, very Manchester United. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. waiting for it. But there is no build-up. No build-up. Oh, there you go. Yeah. No build-up. Just hoof it up to the big guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Las Palmas having a horrendous season. We're 2-0 down uh, to Espanyol. Kike Sanchez Flores is Espanyol, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and 10 minutes to go. Mm-hmm. They came back. Mm-hmm. 2-2. Loic Remy. Loic Remy, of all people. Mm-hmm. And then they got a penalty in the 95th minute. And they missed it. No. <laughs> it's absolutely yeah. tragic. Yeah. You know what? At that point, they would have taken the point. But yeah, at that, like before that, they'd be yeah. like, this is brilliant. Yeah. We're killing it. Is Kevin Prince Boateng still there? I don't think so. That's no. a good question. That's that's all. That's the only connection I have to Las Palmas in life. Yeah, really now you have Loic Remy. I think Remy. he left. That's true. Yeah, oh, Loic Remy. Remember when it was a like goal of the season winner? Blah, blah, blah. Chelsea had so many strikers. You guys remember when we made that video? Yeah. That compilation wanna, of goal of the season? I want to make another one. That, that was a lot of that fun. Was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Arguing about the order a, was a fun. A lot of videos I had to find illegally. Yes. Sure. <laughs> uh, I mean, we weren't there to film it ourselves. I know that for the record. Real Madrid are... Away um, at the Club World Cup, which they won very, very, very scrapily, if that's even a word. No, it's not. They were losing scrapily. They were losing one nil to the Al Jazeera side, who had like Superman in goal for a while. Um, then they only I mean, beat. When you're from the Middle East, you can pay whoever you want. That's so. true. Yeah, they they gave him a passport. Gremio, they only beat them one nil in the final. Was, this was it was a free kick, I think. Not even. Like, yeah, this uh, was dicey for a while. It wasn't even like open play or anything. No. Well, but they would have sca- scrapped the competition if Gremio ended up winning it. To be fair, true. Mm. So I, I read a hi- I read a headline. Not a you headline. read the highlight. That would be that would be a superpower. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah. But I read a headline saying um, Ronaldo's Madrid beginning to stir. I thought two one Al Jazeera. No, no, they, they misspelled it. They meant <laughs> they meant stutter. They misspelled it. Um, the reporter had been waiting for weeks to send that article. Yeah, he just had like he yeah. was there. He's like, you know what? They won a game here. You go. Yeah. <laughs> that, that said, it, it does add to you know Zidane's ninety-seven trophies in like three years. That's so. true. That's true. Good for um, him. And that's just as a manager. Real and City. I want to see that. So there Ooh. is Real and City. Well, we get Real against PSG in the Champions League. That's going to be. Sick. We do. We also get the Classico on Saturday, which ah. is at seven oh, a.m. Eastern time. Really? Mm. That is so. That's early here. That's really early for Spanish people. Well, it's, it's, for, it's for China. It's 7 p.m. in China. What, 7 p.m. and on... 7 a.m. and on being sport. Oh, my yep. God. What's that, like a 1 o'clock kickoff in Spain? 12 That's, or 1? Yeah, 12, 12 or 1. Siesta. It's siesta, not Salsa. Salsa. Yes. But you know what? If it helps with the, with the revenues, what are you going to do? That's what you're going to do. Yeah. Um, anything? So Champions League midweek. Should we predict the, the El Clasico? 
Sure. Uh, yeah, because people are saying yeah. that Barcelona, well, they are unbeaten, and then oh, but they're still two classicals and they're not playing well, and Real Madrid have a chance, whatever. All right, let's go. Uh, Roche. All right. Well, Madrid absolutely smashed Barcelona five two on aggregate before mm-hmm. the season started. So I'm gonna go with Madrid. Score. Uh, where are they playing? Uh, okay. Keep keep talking while so, I find out. Yeah, I mean, like, if, if you, uh, what's you his face? Anyway. Who's the guy with a nice left foot? Asensio. Mm. If Asensio <laughs> just hits one. That's pretty accurate. That guy with a nice left foot yeah. is pretty accurate, to be fair. Yeah, if he just hits one and he scores, it's going to be 1-0 no, or 2-1 or 3-2. Three, three, this is an astonishing prediction. The game is in the Bernabeu. Okay, Bernabeu? so 3-1 Madrid. 1-1. Uh, Don't care. Alex, Why? you have to make a prediction. Why do you love... You guys love to not care about Glasgow, not care about Messi, Ronaldo. Like, what else is giving you joy? Alex, other, uh, other games. I, I just don't Who, care Alex, about it. it will be? I, I'm not invested in it. I don't, but I don't do you care. want to read the book about the 18 days of the classical? What? Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Sure. So, so predict the score, damn it. Nil, nil. <laughs> wow. Nil, nil. If it does happen, right, you know Give us some is. enthusiasm. I'm going to go with a, a, a very feisty 2-2 draw with a Sergio Ramos red card. I think that's a great idea. I'd be happy with a Sergio Ramos I, The Sergio Ramos red card is what you should bet on every day. Maybe, Maybe we should just do that. A little bit of money on a Ramos red card every week. Yes. Instead of Bitcoin? We'll never need another Instead of Bitcoin. <laughs> yes. that Because, that, you know, you, some some investments are guaranteed investments. Yeah. That Sergio Ramos red card is one of he them. He will get a red card at some point in the future. All right. Um, so, Champions League midweek, yada, yada. We don't... Uh, see, again, we talk about this. The Is it Champions League midweek? No, no, no. No? Uh, Carabao. Oh, Carabao midweek. Same thing. Something else I don't care about. Yay. Yay. Alex is waiting for that one. And on that note, we should go. Yeah. See you. See next you. Week. Oh, wait, wait. What? What's our schedule during the during the winter? I'm, are you guys here next Saturday? Oh. Uh, next Monday? We're no. not here for a few no. weeks. I'm so. in uh, Texas. I'm, I'm in Dubai. So let's look at the calendar here really quickly to tell people when we're back. So we're not doing it on Monday the 25th. We're not doing it on the 1st. So I guess next time we're back is on we're the... We're literally doing admin on the pod. No, this is great. just have you... On the 8th of January, we'll back. Maybe so. we'll just release Alex's voice every week. I might, right. I might put something together. We'll see. And okay. then we will have our Christmas, uh, we'll, we'll, our Christmas Moomoo present for everyone. Oh, we will? Excellent. Yeah. I love that. We'll it's actually so have, good. Great. have it's a on few record. articles as well. Oh, yeah, sure. But in terms of the podcast, it looks like the next serious one will be on January 8th. So until then, have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year. Yeah. Be safe. All the things. And we will see you then. Peace. Don't drink and drive. Any, anything else? Don't don't make, slip and make fall. Make America great again. Enjoy. Yeah, make enjoy, America great again. Enjoy the time. Enjoy Brexit. legalized cannabis. Be happy. Yeah. yeah. Everything. Yeah. Don't listen to Interbells. No woman, no cry. <laughs> what else? I'm going to put Interbells on right now. For downloading the Koshcast. Get in touch at underthekosh blog at gmail.com, follow us on Twitter at under underscore the kosh, and for articles, predictions, and the full experience, go to underthekoshblog.com. Interves, interves.